0: Hey Church, if I've not met you before I'm Phil, I lead the team here at St Paul's Shabwell, and we are in the book of James, the ever practical half-brother of Jesus whose big challenge to us is to be doers of the word and not hearers only. Hey we know that James is all about putting faith into action and because of what we do and the way that we do and practice the things that God calls us to, there is a certain character to our communities, to these harbours of hope where we get to land and launch from and sometimes can drift away from and get rescued back to. Hey, have you ever had that experience on holiday uh, like at the sea where you're on an inflatable or something and you're just like chilling and floating about near your family and and friends, you know, like your towel and your, your flip-flops are right there on the beach. And then before you even realize it, you've drifted off. Yeah, hopefully not drifted out. <laughs> you know, it can be frightening just how quick the currents move you. Yeah, and life can be a bit like that too. You know, one minute, everything's great. And then you look up and think, what happened? How did I get here? This wasn't the plan. I'm in trouble. Well, the church, this church, is called to be a harbour of hope, a safe harbour, a place of security and of rescue in a world of trouble. So let's jump into James 5, starting at verse 13. Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. And if they've sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Elijah was a human being, even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again, he prayed and the heavens gave rain and the earth produced its crops. And I want to zoom in today on these last two verses. My brothers and sisters, if one of you should wander from the truth, Someone should bring that person back. Remember this, whoever turns a sinner from the error of their way will save them from death and cover over a multitude of sins. Hey, is anyone grateful that you are not called to just float around out there on your own? We are in this together. I love this passage, an amazing picture of community and collaboration in prayer and action. Uh, We see prayer for restoration, for healing, for provision, prayer of confession and for forgiveness, prayer for miracles and prayer for rescue. You know, this is a picture of a church who cares and acts and prays for one another. We've had a great term exploring and practising some of this here at St Paul's. Now We began in January with our month of prayer and our 24-7 prayer room. We had a book club on prayer, the prayer course, a prayer ministry training. A couple of weeks ago, we hosted a healing prayer school. In our docks, we're gathering for prayer groups and prayer walks. And, and every Sunday, there's an opportunity for anyone to receive prayer. And it's this community of prayer that we get to be together that I think is the key activity that enables us to be a safe harbour, a place of safety and rescue in a world of trouble. Because we all need people and places and rhythms together that will anchor us in the storms of life. And it is stormy out there. You know, and as Philippa reminded us last week, the life of faith that we are called to requires perseverance. You know, James said, blessed is the one who is steadfast. They will receive the crown of life. Yeah, and no matter what storms are raging around you, what hidden currents are tugging at you, what surprises have knocked you, or how recently you've slipped up, stepped out, checked out, know that Jesus is a rescuer. And one of the main ways that he does that is by using the rest of us here, hanging out, praying and praising in the harbour of hope. Verse 19, if one of you should wander from the truth and someone bring that person back, remember this whoever turns a sinner from the error of their way will save them from death and cover over a multitude of sins. Today, I want to warn you that we can all wander, intentionally or not. I want to challenge you that we can all watch watch over and watch out for one another and I want to encourage you that we can all win together with Jesus who invites us to be anchored in and rescued to his harbour of hope. Hey first let me tell you my best rescue story. A few years back I was mountaineering in the Alps on the French-Italian border. There were four of us and uh, super early one morning we set off trekking and climbing through the snow and ice to conquer a pretty serious peak, which we did, and then the aim was to get off the mountain before the heat of the day began to make the conditions more difficult. Now the views were incredible and the climbing exhilarating, like we were just having the best time, but as we were coming off the summit, having got some poor advice, we headed down a glacier, which we later found out all the local guides had stopped using as it was becoming too dangerous. But there we were, marching along, roped together, crampons on our feet, ice axes in our hands. But the further we went, the more we became aware that there were lots of increasingly large crevasses, which are these big, the holes that you find in glaciers with enormous drops and we were beginning to have to jump across them and like we're still way up high in the mountains and and we get to this huge crevasse too big to jump uh, but with a, a spindly little bit of ice that would get us part way across and and then we could jump from there so so I managed to get across and, and one of my mates managed to get across and, and actually the other two who were with us were a married couple and and the wife was up next and she tentatively began to make her way along this shaft of ice and and then just froze. Like her husband was behind her, roped up with her, ready to catch her if she slipped, but, but she just lost it and she wouldn't move and you know, we were encouraging her from one side and her husband from the other, but, but we, couldn't, we couldn't get her to make the final jump. You know, we, started, we started worrying, like, what are we going to do? You know, m- maybe we can swing her across somehow. Yeah, we just didn't know what to do. But, but then with a sudden burst of courage, she decides to go for it. And she jumps and she clears the crevasse. But as she lands, the spikes uh, on her crampons go into the ice, uh, but her body keeps going, and we hear this crack and a scream. Her leg is broken. Uh, and so there we are, all the way up in the mountains, halfway down the glacier, stuck, broken leg, agony, getting cold on the ice, that serious danger of hypothermia. Uh, We had a phone with like pretty dodgy signal and so we tried calling the the British Mountaineering insurance helpline thing but we just got an an answer phone, (laughs) a nightmare, and then we tried the local Mountaineering like rescue number but we ended up going through to Italy and we were like speaking sort of broken French and they were speaking Italian and we like couldn't understand each other. And then it was like a film or something and the phone battery was about to die. And we took the, we literally took the battery out of the phone and we're trying to warm it up, like to get the, you know, to get the very last bit of juice out. And then in a last ditch attempt with our final bit of power, one of my friends called his brother who was in the French army and amazingly he gets through and uh, and his brother's like right where are you give me your coordinates someone will come to rescue you and incredibly uh, before long we hear the whir of a helicopter coming over the mountaintops and and it comes and hovers just above the ground next to us and and these two guys like all kitted up jump out and the helicopter swoops off and, and circles around and the guys immediately set about splinting our friend's leg and Uh, And they say, right, we're gonna fly out to hospital, but the rest of you, you need to walk off. And we were like, no, no way, we can't keep going on this glacier. So eventually they agree to give us a lift just to the end of the glacier. So they radio back uh, to the helicopter. They bundle us in and whoosh, whoosh, we are like off flying through the mountain tops. And then all too soon, we're literally chucked out with all of our gear, at which point we still then had about a four or five hour trek off the mountain before we were eventually able to go and meet our friend who had been rescued all the way to hospital. It was an epic rescue. And it all began because we simply wandered onto the wrong path. Now We weren't being intentionally reckless. In fact, some of us in the group were pretty experienced But we made a mistake. We drifted the wrong way and we found ourselves in serious trouble. We can all wonder. In his letter, James is writing to what we call the dysphoria, which is the Jewish Christians who uh, were scattered at that time throughout the world, dispersed. And men and women like me and you people acquainted with god's law followers of jesus and james writes to them if one of you should wander from the truth you yeah, we can all wander. and when we meet jesus when we choose to follow jesus it's not just about saying a a one-time prayer getting your ticket to heaven and then and then just back to business as usual you know that's not what the rescue looks like rather the rescuer jesus full of grace and mercy invites us to journey with him now once i've been rescued from that glacier i had a choice i could follow the right path home or wander off back into trouble saying yes to Jesus isn't a destination it's a pathway we invite God's Holy Spirit to begin a work of transformation in us and we then go on working out our salvation as Paul says to the church in Philippi, so that we can run the race with perseverance, it says in Hebrews, or, or again in James' words, the one who is steadfast will receive the crown of life. Now, it can, be, it can be really painful when we see others wander off. Now I'm sure many of us know someone who's wandered away from the faith, I, I do. Yeah, maybe a parent or a child, a friend, a pastor. Yeah, just like me on, on the mountain that day, maybe the original intention wasn't reckless, but just somewhere along the way, challenging circumstances, poor advice, poor judgment led to trouble. And you know, I think that's why James wants us to grasp all of this practical wisdom to go on being active with our faith, so that so that once we've met Jesus, once we've been rescued, we don't carelessly or, or complacently just step off the cliff again. Yeah, but the truth is, no matter how much theology you know or experience you have, we can all wander. But that doesn't have to be. The end of it. Because we can all watch. Watch out for one another. Watch over one another and chase after one another. You know, high up there in the pressure of the mountains, I learned a lot. We had to work as a team to team up, rope up, encourage one another, keep watch for one another, keep an eye on each other when we slipped, help each other back to our feet. Life in the harbour of hope, the Christian life, is just like that. It's like climbing a mountain together. You know, these are really great analogies, which is why we use them over and over. It's why we see them in Scripture. You know, God says, team up, rope up, keep watch for one another. This is never about going solo. If one of you should wander from the truth... Someone, bring him back. Yeah, let's not be quick to judge one another, to write one another off. Let's be quick to help and pray for and care for each other. Yeah, another one of Jesus's brothers uh, has a book in the Bible, uh, a guy called Jude. And in verses 21 to 23, Jude says, keep yourselves in the love of of God as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. Be merciful to those who doubt. Save others by snatching them from the fire. You know, I want us to be known as a church who chases after the wanderers, who have mercy on and cares for the doubters. A church who snatches people from the fire. A church with our eyes open and our arms ready for those who get in trouble. Sometimes we need to send the lifeboats out. and Sometimes we just need to be prepared to be a refuge, a safe harbour, ready to welcome in the wanderers. Yeah, I remember a couple came into our church a little while ago and they'd been having a, a really tough time and had been drifting around, unsettled. And when I was chatting to them, they, they said to me, we just feel like we washed up on the shores of St. Paul Shadwell. And here in this harbour of hope, they met with Jesus again and found people that simply cared for them, and prayed with them, and helped them to rediscover faith, and feel anchored again. And that's really stuck with me. I I love their words. We just feel like we washed up on the shores of St. Paul's Shadwell. You know, it is stormy out there, but in the harbor of hope in this place of prayer and care by the grace of god we can all find refuge you know the best bit about my story in the mountains is that everyone made it home you know in the end we all won we made it in one Timothy two verse four, Paul writes about God, our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Yeah, and no matter what we find ourselves or those around us going through, we can take confidence in the knowledge that God desires all people to be saved yeah yeah we we can all wander but we can all watch watch out and watch over one another and we can all win because that is what God desires there is room in this safe harbour for everyone so may you and those you love know peace in the storm. May you know the rock beneath your feet as we all go on caring for and praying for one another here in this harbour of hope. May Jesus, the rescuer, go on rescuing you and equipping you to be a part of his rescue team, by his grace and for his glory. Amen.